Hey mamas, we are in full swing of summer, but you may be feeling like your kids are driving you nuts because they keep saying they're bored and have nothing to do. Do you need some new summer activities or want ideas on how to change up the things you already do? Are you on a budget and you don't want to break the bank? Or are you like me and you have a big family and would like to do activities that are fun for all of them? You'll be excited for this episode. I'll be telling you budget-friendly summer activities for big families that are affordable and fun. Before we jump into this episode, I am truly grateful for all of you who have taken the time out of your busy day to leave me a review. And to show my appreciation today, I am going to read a review. Starting with K.Primo, entitled Stop and Listen. They left a five-star review. It says, relatable, knowledgeable, and super supportive. Kavai is so genuine, and I love her drive to help others out there be successful. Highly recommend this podcast. Now that totally makes my heart happy, and I am so, so grateful. Thank you so much for that. If you want to hear your review read on my podcast, all you have to do is if you love all the information that I give, all the tips, and anything that I share on here, just scroll down and leave a review. I would love a five-star review. If you keep coming back for more, then I would definitely get to reading it on one of these episodes. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet and you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha mamas, it is summertime, but you may be running out of ideas for activities. Your kids are getting bored around the house. They may be just stuck in front of an electronic way too long and you want to change it up without breaking the bank. You're trying to find outdoor activities or just things to get their bodies moving. Now you'll be excited for this episode. I'll be going over a ton of summer activities for big families that are affordable and fun because I have a big family. We are a family of seven. My kids are four boys, one girl, and they range from the ages one through 10 years old. So finding activities where we all can enjoy can sometimes be a challenge, but we love adventures. So I'm always out there finding ways where we still can be taking advantage of different types of activities, whether it's an outdoor park or a festival or a carnival, or maybe it's a museum or something new at the community center. I'm always looking for ways to integrate those things into our lives. So today I'm going to talk about different groups of activities that you can start incorporating or maybe at least pull ideas from that your family will enjoy. The first group of activities does include paying some type of admission. So if you can think of anything that requires admission or a cost, for instance, zoos, museums, aquariums, it could be some kind of indoor or outdoor park maybe like a water park or a theme park, or it could be an indoor trampoline area, like whatever you can think of that includes an admission. There usually is Groupons, coupons, or discount days. 
There may be even family days. Now, if you think about this, have you done research on it? I know I've been able to find things where it's a discount day. It's usually somewhere in the middle of the week and the hours are usually either early in the morning or later in the afternoon. But the kicker is you get to save a whole lot of money on admission. I know another thing we used as a family when we first moved out here was a city pass. And for the city pass, we got to choose from a list of different activities for a discounted price. But the kicker was you have to use them in certain amount of days. So if you're all off during the summer, you're home and you wanted to kind of combine all your little adventures within a week and your city offers that, that's something to look into. Another type of discount to look into is if they have family discounts, where if you have up to a certain number of family members, they give you a set price. Now, this next group of things really excite me because these are the ones that our family really loves to enjoy. These are festivals, small town events, community events, farmers markets, events thrown by churches or other organizations. These are super fun because they're usually kid friendly. And they usually mix up a whole bunch of different activities, boots, or things like that for you and your family to enjoy. But for these, my tip is you need to search for them. Most times they will be posted on their website or posted somewhere near the community center, on boards or something, but you probably got to look out for them. Now I'm going to tell you how you can turn some quote unquote boring places into something a little bit more interesting. For example, I know my kids wouldn't get as excited if I said, let's go to the botanical gardens or the nursery. But now they actually look forward to it because I have turned it into not only a learning experience, but a fun one. We go do scavenger hunts there. We learn about not just the plants, but we talk about stories that these things could be in. We help them extend their imagination, especially in the botanical gardens. For the nurseries, you can do a scavenger hunt too. Go and look for certain types of plants or certain types of fruits. We've also gone through the nursery and talked about which plants are best growing during the summer, during the fall, during the winter. What happens to plants and their life cycle while we are looking at the actual plant? Because I'm going to be very truthful. I have a hope for your best type of garden where you plant it and then you hope for the best. I know my garden will not look as fabulous as these nurseries and especially the fruits and the plants that are in there. But if I go to the actual nursery and we go and talk to the people, we actually just went and bought blueberries, but we've learned so much about the plants while we were there. And that's one thing my son came to me afterwards and said, well, this was a great stop, mom. And I was like, well, it was because it was fun. It wasn't something that was weird or it wasn't something that was boring to him he got to learn more he got to see like what kind of plants he would like to try later on maybe planting in our garden and so forth if you have kids who are just not into plants and maybe they just don't like being around people another thing you can start doing with them is learning a new skill this could be a physical skill for instance learning how to skateboard rollerblades bike it could even be learning a certain type of exercise like yoga or a dance. Maybe it's learning how to do a handstand, long jump, pull-ups, monkey bars. I'm not sure. It could be anything physical. Or it could be learning something new mentally or a skill where it's a trade, like sewing, making things, arts and craft, using different mediums. 
This is something that you can challenge your kids to doing during the summer and then let them find something that they really will love to just dive deep into. If you're a family that loves food, you should have new food experiences, whether it's with food trucks or new restaurants or even trying ethnic foods. Learn about a culture, read a book, and then go to a restaurant that reflects that ethnicity that you just read about or learned about. Our kids love You Pick Farms, where they go and pick their own berries, their own fruits, veggies, and also there's ones where you can pick your own flowers. If you're a family that is still preferring to stay in, here's some online activities that you can enjoy too. We've taken advantage of the local libraries. They have provided online trivia nights, family nights, learning a new skill. They've done arts and craft nights too, or even story time during the day. We've also found great YouTubers who have taught us how to draw, how to paint, how to make things. Larger organizations like National Geographic, some huge zoos like San Diego Zoo, have great online activities, scavenger hunts, um, escape rooms on their websites itself. This next group is going to talk about how you can change the activities you already do and just give it a little bit more life in a different way. So for instance, if you already go to the beach, the lake, the river, or maybe you go hiking on trails and enjoy new parks or playgrounds, but you wanted to make it a little different, I'm going to suggest this. First of all, you can integrate geography into anything by including a map. Put a map out in your area and have your kids map out the different places you tend to visit, especially most often. If you go to a certain beach or beaches, then have them map that out. Same thing with lakes, hikes, playgrounds, and they can see where they have been from an aerial view on a map versus just sitting in the car and waiting till you get there. Another way to change it up is by having them research more into the place you most often visit. For instance, how did it get its name? Or is there any history behind the beach, the lake, the river? Are there any interesting stories about that place or about the town it's in? You can also make it a lot more special by making it personal. Now, I have learned this from my Hawaiian background where you share stories through your generations. And that's one thing, if, especially if you visit the same beach that your mom took you to or your grandparents Ask your mom or grandparents to share stories about that place. It makes it a lot more special. It shows the kids more history, but it's a lot more personal history about it. Okay, mamas, to close up this huge list of summer activities, I am going to suggest one more group, and that is show your kids how to make money during the summer. Now, it doesn't have to be getting a job per se, but it could be organizing and having a yard sale or selling online it could be a bake sale a plate lunch sale it could be make and takes have them do art if they love doing that making art or sewing things have them go and sell that you can even make it a two-part have them learn a skill or have them learn a trade and then go and sell their products from it or sell their service this is a great opportunity to introduce entrepreneurial skills into your kids' lives through the summer. Now, I hope you guys took away all of that suggestions. And if you missed it, definitely re-listen to this episode or you can head into my Facebook group. It's 
bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. And in there, I actually made a free list for you all that includes all of the suggestions that I listed in here, especially if you're a visual person or you like something to print out. I got it in there. It's a freebie. Just join my Facebook group and then you can also connect with me there too. Thank you guys for listening in. I am always so grateful. Come back for more. Fill your day with laughter, adventure, and tons of aloha. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.